0: He said, in there shall be signs of the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations. I think she's a liar and I think she deserves mockery. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. Black lives are very important. White lives are very important. And to me, all lives are very important. Very, very important. Damn! This is Profane Faith, a podcast that engages faith on the margins. Faith that has been labeled profane, non-conformist, and or out there. We'll be exploring the intersections of the sacred, secular, and profane to find God. I'm your host, your boy, Daniel Hodge. Hey, good peoples. How y'all doing out there in podcast land? Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're hanging in there. Um, well, this week I come to you uh, in a little bit of a different tone. Um, well, this week, or this actually this last week, uh, my father-in-law passed away. And um, he was um, suffering uh, with uh, Alzheimer's and um, Parkinson's. Uh, it's a you know terrible disease. I'm sure you've heard me mention that here on the show a, a few times. But, uh, the, uh, the disease, of course, uh, was terminal, got the, got the better of them, or both diseases were, uh, got the better of them. And, uh, we were, I'm thankful that we were able to get, to say our, you know, to say our farewells and whatnot. And so, well, a couple different things. One, um, I'm, I'm happy to take a break and here just for a couple weeks uh just as you know we get family stuff straightened out and, and whatnot um i wasn't really able to get anybody set up this last week just because you know we got the news and then my wife was out of town and so you know um death never visits us uh, on our timeline right um in our western world where we're all you know um where everything's scheduled down to a t right i mean. Death just kind of shows up when death shows up And so, um, and I realize, you know, we've never done a show on death, the afterlife, um, what that looks like um, And I think that's something important to discuss, particularly um, in the realm of, you know, well, Profane Faith, the podcast But and also just, you know, how we look at, um, you know, the afterlife, you know, uh, for some there is no afterlife, this is it For others there's multiple ones you know you come back until you get it right or you achieve some you know level of of uh you know um perfection or nirvana right um you know for others you know you are you know taken instantly to to heaven and whatnot and so you know death uh yeah, death, death brings out a lot, right? Because at least for us on the living side, it's the, that's it. That's the, that's the final frontier. And, you know, for, you know, for a lot of us that, uh, you know, that, that can do a lot that can, uh, you know, that can cause folks not to want to talk about certain things that can cause folks to not want to engage that can cause folks to, just uh, to push away, to run away. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's, it's a trip. Uh, this last week also marked the 10 year anniversary of my grandmother passing, Grandma Dee Dee. Um, she passed away on April 27th, 2009. And it's hard to believe that she's been gone now for a decade. Dee um, Dee was really, uh, you know, if you, again, if you listen to my podcast and, you know, bits and pieces of my story, Technically, on paper, she was my great aunt, but she raised me like a grandmother, loved me as a grandchild, and she was really a faithful woman. I mean, just dedicated to her faith practices and her her devout love for God. I mean, and, you know, she would be up, you know, pretty much every day at five praying, um, you know, to start the day. You know, she would end the day in prayer um, and just, you know, just just and just a heart of gold. Uh, you know, she, uh, uh, I think I've talked a little bit about her on the show, but, you know, she, uh, left school when she was in um, eighth grade and, um, uh, just to, you know, in those days, she was born in 1918, um, you know, 91 when she passed, but 1918, you know, it was a different time. And particularly for Mexican Americans, it was a different time, you know, her growing up in, you know, rural community. Um, she was the first generation born here in the U.S., so yeah, if I'm getting my facts straight, and, um, you know, folks, I mean, again, this this idea of mass education and whatnot, I mean, that's, you know, that's a modern, it is a modern construct here, you know, in the West, and for my grandmother, she just knew that she was uh, one of the oldest and had to take care of all the rest of the kids. She was one of eight, I believe, and, um, you know, she got out the house and uh, at eighth grade and got married and Went out and uh, worked in the well, worked in World War II, and uh, you know we had family members who were part of the Bracero program as well, uh, migrant farmers movement in the '60s and whatnot. And so, you know, she's not one you're gonna find in a history book, but yet she she was a great theologian. She would, you know, you could ask her questions, and she would be, you know, and she, particularly in her latter part of her list she would be, you know, she'd be willing to say, "I don't know," and "I don't know what's going on." And you know, I was thankful to. You know, to introduce my my daughter to her. Uh my daughter was really only, um, let's see, we went and saw her in oh eight. So my daughter was like, you know, barely coming up on two. So she barely remembers her. My daughter does, but uh, you know, at least Grandma Didi. Um, she always used to say, you know, uh, her prayer to God was that, you know, um, let her see her daughter, my mom, you know, um, you know, have her child, you know, and let me just, you know, God, let me just live long enough to, you know, to see him, you know, to see him born. And then I was born. She said, then she, you know, went to, you know, went to, went back to God and was just like, Hey, you know, let me, um, you know, let me, let me just see him, you know, graduate. Let me just see him graduate. Then she was like, okay, well, let me just see him, you know, get married. And she, you know, she was at my wedding and whatnot. Um, and then she was like, all right, God, let me just see, you know, there's daughter born and stuff. And so she was able to see that. And, you know, I know she was continually asking, but you know, God said, I, you know, it's time to go Or Her body said, you know, I, it's time to go. And I think that's the enigmatic, you know, thing about death, right? It's there, no one (laughs) that we know of. Uh, has been dead, and I when I say dead, I mean I'm dead for a couple of days. All right, like no one we know has been dead for like two, three, four days a week uh, that has come back to life that can tell us. All right, this is what happened, right? Um, and I, you know, I always have a hard time believing folks who've been dead for like a minute or two because, you know, our mind is powerful. Um, you know, a new uh, cognitive research has been showing, you know, that our mind can create different things and cre- create different scenarios. Um, not only that, it's also been shown that there are different parts in the brain that, you know, when you think about the God helmet and right, the the now infamous one that, you know, shows really we're in the brain where, both evil and good is and resides and and whatnot. So I don't necessarily believe folks who have been dead for like a minute or two. Um, so I don't know, you know, none of us know what happens after, after we die. Um, and you know, and that's, that's the thing. Now we tell ourselves certain things, right? Oh, they're up in heaven looking at us. They're dancing with God and whatever. I mean, I want to believe that. Um, uh, yeah, I I, want to believe that I want to believe that, you know, our loved ones, are not suffering anymore. I mean, I, you know, and that's that's part of what I tell myself even with Gordy, my father-in-law, my wife's dad, um, that, uh, you know, he's not suffering because he was suffering. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. I mean, c- come on. I mean, and none of those are valorous diseases. Not that any disease is valorous, right? But none of those are diseases that people can kind of rally behind, right? It's like cancer. Right. You got the cancer runs, cancer funds. Man, you don't see none of that stuff for Alzheimer's, yo. I mean, you see little things here and there, but you don't see none of that stuff for Parkinson's. And most of the people who, you know, who go into medical field, they're not dealing with Parkinson's. In fact, most of the people who were working, um, uh, you know, to to serve people with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's uh, were immigrants, were people who... Uh, had come to this country to, you know, try to find a better life and, and try to find a better way or on their way to med school and whatnot. So this was a pit stop for them. And not that that makes them bad or worse or, or better or whatever. All I'm simply saying is, is that the, the health care is, it's not, this is, this is not one that you put on the front page um, because it's like the long goodbye. Um, it really is. And, you know, as, 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 as a person's memory starts to slip, um, you know, uh, stuff starts to come out. Um, you know, and that's, you know, it's painful to see of your loved ones, right? Um, and obviously for me, I mean, I've known Gordy. I mean, I first met him in 2001 when Emily and I were dating, and uh, you know, he's the first little white guy to come and give me you know, a hug and a uh, hug on a brother and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, it was, yeah, I was like, Whoa, you know, this, this brother here is, is, yeah. Okay. He for real. Right. <laughs> and little did I know at the time that he had actually had a dream or a vision, right. About me, uh, marrying, uh, Emily and stuff. And so, um, you know, I think there is something to be said about the supernatural world. Uh, that, that would probably look, be looked upon as fringe science, that which would probably be looked upon as, as stuff that, you know, of, of ghosts and, 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 uh, and spirits. Um, and that's something that I know, you know, as I've been sitting here thinking and whatnot, I think that's something definitely that I'd like to uh, explore, you know, more. And I don't think we're necessarily going to come up with hardcore answers. I mean, I think there's, um a lot of mystery surrounding that i think there's a lot of spookiness right a lot of our horror movies are based around death right or some form of death and um there is you know there's usually someone who comes back from the dead and they're not right um you know or it's seen as a you know if i think about some of the 80s movies it's like um that come back and you know, or or you know even like what was it uh the one with uh old boy and uh they're doing the the wow man i'm forgetting it uh what was that? Kirk. No, I was gonna say Kirk Cobain. And, and not Kurt Russell, but the brother man, Patrick Swayze, right? Um, Ghost, right? You know, you see those things, um and you see those movies and and you know, and you you know, although in that movie, man, I tell you, I ain't gonna lie, man, them them uh, them shadow figurines, them things scared the, the hell out of me, man. When I first I saw that, I was like, damn. I don't want to have that shit coming to get me, boy. Woo, doggies. <laughs> and there's no running from it either, boy. They, Them things came out of the shadows, right? Why they got to be black? <laughs> um, But for real, um, you know, I think, you know, I think death, you know, in a way, obviously, is almost like a rite of passage. And when you think about it just from a metaphysical perspective, um, and even a quantum perspective, I mean, you know, nothing in the universe, you know, really ever goes away. Um, nothing in the universe is, is, is right. Because then that would throw the universe off. Right. So matter just changes into something else. Um, so one has to wonder like, what, what does that, you know, for some, again, for some, I know they just say, you know, there, there isn't this, this is it. Um, and i have other folks who say, no, you know, we're going to live two or three different lives before we get it right. Um, you know, and in the Judeo-Christian Bible, you know, when we think about death, in resurrection and all that, you know, it's, it's focused around Christ. It's focused around the, the figurehead of, of Christ and that Christ died for us. And that, you know, when we, you know, when we're, uh, raised up in that resurrection, right. And this is you know, dip back into my own Adventist theology that, you know, we will, in that second resurrection, we will be, um, raised up, you know, uh, Jesus will testify on our behalf. And, uh, you know, we will be caught up with God and all that good stuff, right? Some believe in the rapture. Some believe that, you know, when God is ready to, you know, to come back, that uh, God's going to rapture folks up into heaven, um, and get them there and, you know, they won't see death or what have you. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think there's some good stuff to be engaged with. Um, you know, it's a morbid topic, you know, not a lot of people definitely talk about it, um, you know, in, an open, um. And then you have, of course, just uh, phenoms around death and the fascinations around it. Um, You know, we tend to not necessarily regard folks who are fascinated with death and place them in, you know, uh, high moral standards in our society, right? But the reality of it is, is that, you know, I mean, you think about it, my daughter, uh, you know, we were having this conversation about death and grandpa dying and granted, you know, everybody experiences death differently, right? It's like for her, when grandma Dee Dee died, she was, was well, that was, like I said, Oh nine. So, you know, you can do the math. She was born Oh six, one, two, three. Yeah. She's almost three years old. You know, it just didn't affect her that way. And, you know, and even, even later when we went to go sit by her gravesite, you know, just trying to explain death to, you know, <laughs> to, uh, you know, three, four year old, three and a half year old. It's just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess, um, you know, but there's the saddening part And there's and there's all the grieving part of that, right? It's like, you know, we want to believe in our world That the good are in a better place And that the bad are in hell, right? You know, you think about child molesters And you think about, you know, I remember one time You know, I shared a story about, you know um, A known child molester in, in my neighborhood Um, and I remember say, saying that, you know They were like, well, did he ever get caught? I was like, no, he never got caught you know, ended up dying and, you know Taking a lot of those secrets with him to the grave And I remember somebody saying, yeah, well He's in hell right now, he's getting it right now Um So, you know, I mean, and, and Gosh, dogs, I mean A lot of part, large part of our movies Right, have, have taught us to, to think that way Uh, in regards, and you know And again, I'm not the, the holder of death I'm not the holder of Of, uh, of life, neither So, I can't say one way or another Um You know if somebody broke into my house and I had the means to stop them, I would, even if it meant, you know, taking that person out and, and killing them. Um, you know, I, I, I think about that. You know, I think about that now. I mean, when we you know, when we hear about mass shootings and whatnot, and particularly lives getting cut off short, because it's one thing to know that your loved one's. Uh, you know, or older. Cause it's like, all right, well they lived a life, but it's another thing, man, you know, to experience somebody who's 14, you know, I can't imagine, you know, having a funeral for my daughter. I, I, I just can't, um, death is a difficult thing to deal with. And we all deal with it and process it in different ways. And so I guess what I'm really talking about is, <laughs> you know, I think we, I think we need to have a better and more mature theology around death and what that looks like. Um, in particularly, I don't think the progressives, the liberals, really have you know really begun to you know put some put some thought around at least deep thought around that. Like, what does end times look like? You know, is it what we say it is? Is it not? Uh, what does death? You know, how do we begin to to wrap our minds around some of these things or, or not, you know, or not and just leave it, you know, just leave it be. So I don't know. Those are just some of the things that I think about. Um, and especially when folks die um, and, you know, we're getting to that age now, both my wife and I, where our parents are getting up there and it's just that season of life. And I know at some point I will be there. <laughs> you listening will be there. Um and, you know, most of us don't think about that, right? You know, we, we know our birth date. None of us know our, our death date. um, And so, you know, what that looks like, what happens next, I think. um, Man, you know, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot to process because, again, none of us have died and been able to or no one's been died enough that we know to come back and be like, all right, so this is the death feel. This is what's going to feel like. This is what's going to happen. You can prepare yourself for this. Um, you know, and we're not superheroes where we can die and then come back. Um, all those things, right. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. It, and, and again, you know, I, then I begin to ask myself, okay, from a theological perspective, what is the point of somebody suffering? Then do we look at, you know, uh, medically induced euthanasia? Is there merciful euthanasia? I mean, We had to put down my cat, you know, a few, uh, uh, well, about like last month and gosh dogs. I mean, she was just suffering. I mean, you could just tell she was in pain and this is a cat. I mean, and if you're an all loving God, this is, again, this is where the, the, the pavement ends on my own theological construct around that because it's like, well, merciful God, you know, God knows best, what does god know best like what 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 is it like seriously like i i just i just have just have those questions and i think a lot of us do which is why i think a lot of us tell ourselves some of these theodicies in order to better soothe our our own emotions right because no one wants to be able to just go to a funeral and be like i don't know where this dude is i don't know where this cat is man i hope he's in a better place i don't know you know, they say that there's 12 minutes of brain activity after death. And it's like, man, and if, if that means that that person's dreaming, that could feel like, because most dreams are what, two, three, four minutes, something like that? You know, what if this person is dreaming just like an eternity? Like, I, you know, and I hope it's a good dream, right? I mean, all these questions, right? Um, so I do. I think about that. And uh, those are some things that cross my mind. So, but anyways, um, we will be having the funeral um, this coming week. And so I just at least wanted to get on and let you know that uh, for this week, this is just my little conversation with y'all because I've been caught up. As you know, funerals are a lot of work um, and, you know, we're going to have to drive up as a family and, you know, deal with family members and all that good stuff uh, (laughs) in regards to, you know, just all the questions of politics and Trump and liberalism and all those wonderful conversations, right, that... Um are always interesting for me to have, <laughs> you know, especially as the black you know uh husband, the black uh child in the you know in the in the family and whatnot you know it's it's, it's part of the intercultural interracialness of uh you know being you know, being, being in an interracial marriage, right. It's like, you know, Hey, when these things happen, we, we, you know, we show up for each other, you know, irregardless of what's of what that means and stuff. You know, I know, I know when, uh, you know, DD passed, you know, we were just in a spot where I was the only one who was able to fly out. Um, and you know, to be it, I was able to perform her, um, her funeral. You know, I do, you know, my regrets is that I wish I could have been there with her, you know, when she passed or at least said goodbye, remember, you know, being, just being able to speak with her maybe about three weeks before she passed, you know, and I knew she was a little sick, but it just kind of happened, you know, suddenly, um, you know, and those are some things, right. Cause it's like, you look back and I know if she was here, she'd be like, oh, mijo, don't worry about it. You know, it's, you know, it's all good. I know you were doing, I know you love me, but still, you know, so it's just, just those things and those, and those are the things that kind of haunt you. Right. Um, and so I see why cultures, Certain cultures celebrate Dia de los Muertos. You know, I see why certain cultures, you know, they have a un- different understanding of death or of the dead um, and whatnot. You know, I, I do believe there's a spirit world. Um, I don't think that is, um, you know, fake. I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand about quantum, the quantum world, you know, is that is that a world that we can inhabit? Is that part of the world that we you know, go to when we die. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I really don't know, you know, and none of y'all do either. Cause none of y'all have died, like I said, for a couple of days, um, and come back. And if you have hit a brother up, I want to get you on the show <laughs> straight up, man, straight up. Um, but at any rate, again, um, this is just kind of me talking and ranting a little bit here, but, uh, you know, just, I like to verbally process, some things here but i'm going to start working on a show you know particularly around death and you know how we look at it and how we think of it beyond halloween and beyond all the ghoul and grime and all that good stuff and beyond poltergeist and, and whatnot um i'm genuinely interested in you know how do we begin to theologically faithfully think uh about death um beyond what evangelicalism has taught us Right. Beyond what even our mammies and our pappies have, have, have taught us, um, because they didn't know either. They told us the best that we can, you know, that we that, that they could do. You know, they taught us the best of what they knew. Um, and so that doesn't necessarily, you know, and may, maybe there's some of it that's right, but I don't know. Um, and then then the second part is, is that so this week is this next week. Um, I won't have a show because again I'll be just getting back, and I just again I just won't have the time uh, to set anything up. So I will be officially back. Uh, I'm gonna give you the date here. I'll be officially back on May thirteenth, Monday, May thirteenth. I can never say thirteen right. I always feel like I'm saying it <laughs> But anyways, uh, May thirteenth, I'll be back uh, with a show. Um, I'll start working on some uh, some folks. Uh, to get on here, and like I said, we are going to be wrapping up. I was hoping in these next two weeks to have wrapped up season three as the summer approaches and whatnot, but uh, again, death is untimely, so you know, we'll just take these this week here, just let y'all marinate on the death talk here, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and then next week, like I said, um, we'll just uh, get caught up and then I'll have come back with the show and then. Yeah, we'll see where season three takes us. Um, like I said, I am working on a couple of different folks, you know, getting them on the show and whatnot. I've been been trying to arrange a couple of different uh, guests on there. But nevertheless, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the well wishes and prayers. Thanks for all the emails and concerns. Uh, appreciate that. Um, I am happy that, you know, my my father in law is not like I said, not suffering and uh, that he is at peace somewhere. Um, and if that is in heaven that I, I I hope it is, I mean, I pray to God that that's, that's the case, you know, um, and, uh, you know, and then remembering of course, my, my grandmother, you know, who's, it's, like I said, it's hard to believe it's been 10 years, so, those are the things that have been on my mind this week and um you know uh it's been kind of a death this last week was kind of a death week one of Mahalia's favorite horses passed away as well it had cancer and just died suddenly they found out obviously when the horse died that it had cancer so um like I said man just it's it's interesting and you know and the continued madness that happens in our country and and the shooting so it's oh man it continues the madness continues so thanks for tuning in folks I will be back on May 13th for sure And uh, y'all stay safe out there. All right, holla at your boy.